Hi, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of The Hit Streak. Check it out. I got to give a big shout out to my show sponsor, my friends over at AVLX. I also have to give a big shout out to Charles Henry and Ace Young, the amazing performers and producers of the music behind the show, as well as the amazing people that make up the Hit Lab creative team who are the producers of the show. Folks, I have a favor to ask. If you like what you hear, and I know you do, click that subscribe button to make sure you get alerted when new episodes are dropped. Thanks for tuning in. The real success stories told by the people who live them. We're going to have some guests on this show that everybody knows, and we're going to have guests on this show that nobody knows yet. One by one, Nick Heider is adding hits to the hit streak. Blessings, folks. Welcome back to another episode of The Hit Streak. I'm your man, Nick Heider, and uh, I have got an extra special treat in the studio for you folks today. So, um, this is our third episode of the new year of 2022. And um, there's uh, this guest is not only accomplished so much in a short amount of time. Um, but uh, I have just, I've had a front row seat to watching him grow, watching all of his uh, successes develop. And uh, I'm just so excited to welcome my man, my main man, my inspiration, my son, Ethan Heider to the Hit Lab. Ethan, welcome to the, to the show, baby. Hi, Dad. <laughs> um, this is uh, awesome. I've always wanted to be on the show. It's an honor to do this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I really earned it. Yeah. <laughs> you sure did, buddy. You sure did. Well, um, we got a lot to get into today, don't we? Sure do. Um, you know, since we started this um, this show, there, uh, my friends, uh, family, colleagues are always saying, you know, in passing, they'll say, "Hey, man, you ought to get so and so to be on your show. You ought to get this person or that person." And uh, I can honestly say that you and your mom were two people that were recommended a lot to uh, to be on the show because of how amazing you guys are and all the things that you do accomplish. So saw that coming. <laughs> I knew like people were just going to say, like, put Rannon or Ethan. I'm like, I have to earn my way through it first. Oh, yeah, you have yep. to earn your way and through it. And I did. I finally did. You did. Well, man, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good time. We got a lot to talk about. And um, I guess we should just get right into it, shouldn't we? Let's go. All right. Well, let's tell the folks a little bit about um, who you are first, right? So you're 12 years old. Yep. All right. You were 12 years old in uh, as of July 6th, right? And uh, as a matter of fact, you told me the other day it was uh, your half birthday. January the 6th. <laughs> January the 6th. So it's yes. almost your half birthday. Almost. Gotcha. Okay. So you're 12 years old, um, born and raised in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, you are a new big brother. Right to uh, to baby Ansley, um, eight month old, eight month old. That's right. You are a um, a seasoned, a very seasoned drummer. A uh, you are an up and coming. You're you're quite the accomplished guitar player these days. Um, you're a singer. You have um, done a little moderate acting. Um, I mean, outside of dance, that's really when it comes to performance. That's really all, all that we got left to to kind of knock out. Yeah. Um, you have uh, been cast in a Broadway musical. 
And uh, as a matter of fact, that was this year. You are a, uh, a star athlete. You are um, one of the top pitchers for an elite travel baseball team here in Nashville um, called the Showcase Elite, where we have traveled all over the country playing against some of the best of the best and competing, which is a lot of fun. Um, you are in a band in, a, in uh, the School of Rock. And um, most importantly, you're always working on that six-pack. <laughs> yeah, sure am. <laughs> right, so um, it's we, under this shirt right here. Just, uh, it's, it's ready. <laughs> we work out a lot. Yes, we do. Um, so uh, awesome. Well, let's talk a little bit about um, let's talk a little bit about drumming. So, um, how old were you when you when you started drumming? I was about three. You were about three. Yeah, I just started watching you play. It was awesome. I loved watching you play. I wanted to start doing it. We went to um, our old church uh, in Tusculum. We, uh, you always taught me how to play grooves. Started with just right, right, left, and not at the same time. Then I started doing it like a couple of days after. Mm-hmm. Then I've gotten to where I am today. Right. It's been awesome. You so, taught me all kinds of stuff. So as a drummer, man, um, and through the School of Rock program, which is fantastic, um, you have played um, some of the most happening, biggest spots in Nashville. I mean, legendary spots. Like, what are some of the places? Let's go back and, and think about some of the places that you've played at, that you've sat in um, as the drummer. So, um, gosh, so so Twelfth and Porter. You played at Twelfth and Porter. Also played in. Uh, I went. I went to. I played a concert uh, earlier this December. It was at like. Cabana something. Cab- Cabana Taps. Cabana Taps, yes. Cabana Taps. You've played at uh, Kid Rock's Joint on uh, on Broadway. Um, you've played at the legendary Exit Inn. Yes, Exit Inn. Mm. That, that's a great place to go to. I it was. Um, 12th Porter. Gosh, what are some of those places? What are some of the other places that you've played? You've played at the pu- um, Puckett's in Columbia and Franklin. Yep. With, uh, with Bruce's band. That's right. You sat in there. Um, yep. uh, what is that one? It's... Uh, it was where um you sat in with Pops's band? Yes, I, oh yeah, I had that one's awesome. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that in a while. But there was a uh, one place that I played at. I forgot the name, but it was a great place to play at. Mhm. You've played at some of um the most prolific iconic places on Broadway all before the age of 12. Um, yeah. It's pretty it's pretty awesome. Um and um before, thir- before tr- 13 as well. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So um, why drums? Why drums? Just drums, because I saw you started playing it. I wanted to um, I wanted to um, be as good as you or even better. But then I realized that if I listen to songs, I can, I can play, I figured out that I can play songs by ear. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten really good at just playing songs by ear. Uh Watching you play, mm-hmm. it's been amazing. I mean, I just love drums so much is because I started getting so good, and I'm like, I don't want to quit this. I need to keep trying to get better, and then I can be like, heck, if I, if I want to, I can be the best drummer in the world. You can. That's right. If that's what you set your sights to do, I exactly. guess Exactly, if that's right? my number one goal, and I go to it. That's right. So... um Ethan, on this show, it's it's um, 
we talk a lot about business and leadership and growth and, and amongst other things, and people get to tell their stories, right? right. So yep. um, we're going to continue doing that today. So, you know, some folks, obviously, um, some of my favorite things to watch on television are when uh, when kids do adult-like things, like when kids are on, go on talk shows or things like that. And so, it's, you know, they're, first of all, they're from a promotional standpoint, they're, uh, they're usually a great draw. Um, because they're extremely entertaining, and you never know what they're gonna say. <laughs> you know what I mean. So, uh, well, let's tell the folks a little bit about you. So, mentioned you mentioned that you were a drummer, musician, um, baseball player. Um, you love um, you love Spider Man. Yes. <laughs> right. Very much. Yep. Love Spider Man. You love your school. Love your school and your friends. So good. I love it. Mm hmm. So, um, well. What does it mean to you to be a hider? To me, most of the hiders that in all generations, they've all worked so hard. They've all worked their hardest. They've all been successful. They've all, most of them have gotten successful to their goal. And to me, it's all about successing to their goal to my goal, which is one, being a great drummer, which I have succeeded, but now I want to be the best drummer, which yeah. I'm going towards. That's right. And uh, all hiders have been really good athletes, which I have done. And just being a hider, being a winner. Being a winner? Mm-hmm. What about, um, what does it mean to be a hider in, 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 a, in family? Never give up. Don't let your family down. Mm -hmm. That's number one. And Lord and Savior. There you go. Amen. It's your first hit right there, baby. Not the last. Not the last. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So um, ever since, um, like even since you've been small, man, um, you've always kind of, like taking a lot of the professional journey that I've gone on since since you've been alive, you've been going with me. I mean, we have photos from where you were so small, um, and when we were back in the in the days of owning restaurants and, and bars and stuff, and like you were going into the in there with me during during the week, and and while I was doing the stuff I had to do, you were the, you were hanging out on the stage, playing with lights, playing with microphones, um, playing with all that stuff. But you've just always like I've always just kind of carried you with me everywhere that we went it's been it's been such a cool thing to be your daddy and um and and you just you made that a, a lot of the joy that I got from my working experience has been because you were there and um I can't tell you how cool it is to be to be a parent um just because you, nobody can tell you everybody tells you what it's like but you just don't know until you become one it's it's there's no way to describe it and um, I'm sure that there are some kids that um, make being a parent for some not a great experience, right? But you have made it a wonderful experience for me and your mom, and we're just so proud of you, and and um, and uh, we're so excited for what your future is gonna hold. So, um, we ask you a lot, um, what you want to be when you grow up. Mm -hmm. What's that answer? A lot of things. Um, I want to be 
star actor, like featured in famous shows, featured in famous movies, or a main character. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want people to, if I'm on a screen, they know exactly who I am without (laughs) having to look at the credits. Right. Uh, I want them to know my voice even, not even my face, just to be able to exactly know who I am, hear me, see me, all that kind of stuff. And I want to be an awesome drummer Mm -hmm. and an awesome uh, baseball player as well. Just a professional athlete, really. Yeah. Like, honestly, uh, obviously, if I'm going to be an actor, like you said, I'm always working on that six-pack. I'm going to be working out even more if I'm... Excuse me. If I'm uh, acting as well, so yeah, yeah. Well, why do you? So why do you want to be famous? Like, what what is it that you feel like you get to bring to the world by being famous? God gave me a gift, and I want to use it. He gave you a gift, and you want to use it. I saw that one coming. <laughs> I saw that one coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, man. Um, so, all right. I'm going to ask some questions. Um, and because um, this is going to kind of lead to some to some other conversations, okay? So, <clears throat> excuse me. So let's talk about um, dr- we're going to talk about drumming, baseball, being a br- big brother after eleven years of being an only child, and like you have a you have an extremely busy schedule. Now, one thing about the um, big brother, honestly, I don't I barely even remember being an only child for how long. Mm-hmm. I've I feel like Ansley's been here my ent- my whole life. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> like you forget everything else. Yeah. Well, she sure loves you, man. There's not one day I don't make her laugh. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, you're you're a great big brother. Um so all right. So, well, let's talk about um let's talk about staying positive with the bu- busy schedule first, right? So, um Parents out there, like, um, we were very fortunate to um, be surrounded by um, some amazing people. Both both Rhiannon and I, um, as we've mentioned before, were blessed with amazing childhoods, great parents, and um, which has opened up doors and lots of opportunities to, to everything that we do today. Um, but neither of us had a schedule like Ethan's. Um, I mean, Ethan has somewhere to be. Um, after school, pretty much um, six to seven days a week, every single week, <laughs> yeah, year round. We work. In, um, you're working out, as we mentioned, and you work out um, anywhere from four to six days a week um, in our weight room at home with me, right? Yep. Um, you are um, like your baseball schedule runs pretty much year round. You are in the School of Rock program. Um, in Franklin now, Mondays, and on, Mondays. on Mondays, where you guys have um, band practices and gigs and, and private lessons, you have a an amazing um, drum teacher, drum tutor in uh, Bruce Gust, mm-hmm. and you go see him every uh, every couple weeks. Yep. Um, I mean, it's on that's on top of your regular school work and and, um, and and homework and and all that kind of stuff, right? So it's a it's a it's a busy schedule. We talk a lot at our house about how. Um, consistency trumps intensity, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about that a lot. Anybody can be great once. Um, using the analogy of like brushing your teeth, 
Um, if you brush your teeth once for like an hour, really like the best, the best tooth brushing ever. But if you only do it once, it doesn't make a difference at all. Like, for example, if you work out, uh, like for nine hours, just one day, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing. But if you work out for just 20 minutes a week, every day, every day, every day. Yep. 20 minutes every, every day. Mm-hmm. That's a difference. It adds up, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It adds up. That's so, right. So you cons- can't just be great once and think that you're going to be successful. You just got to put in the work. You got to put in the work, consistent work, right? We talk a lot about goals um, because that gives you something to measure. And if things that you measure improve, right? Yep. So um, that's really important. Well, let's talk about how you stay positive um, with that busy schedule because um, being my son is probably not the easiest thing to do because we have such a high standard, right? Mm-hmm. And um, am I easy on you? Do I cut you much slack? No. <laughs> no? Well, what does that mean? Tell the folks a little bit what that means. Well, you always push me to be the best that I can, to be the better version of myself. Um, <laughs> I mean, if I don't do something right, I mean, you're honest. Like, you're actually honest. You, uh, if I do something bad, you're not like, that was great. You're, you actually say that was terrible. <laughs> just, just stop. Just do it again until you get it right. Mm-hmm. And, and don't repeat the same thing over and over. Just do something different. Yeah. Yeah. That's like what you always tell me. All You always tell me that. If it's not working. If it's not working. Or as uh, Bruce says, if it ain't tight. It ain't right. That's right. If it ain't tight, it ain't right. There's one for you, Bruce. <laughs> so, well, dude, I mean, that's that's got to be um, that's got to be mentally challenging. That's got to be tough on you sometimes. Like, so, you know, how do you stay positive? How do you stay positive with a positive attitude when you know that maybe your dad just told you, "Hey, man, that wasn't very good." Like, you've had a concert before. Um, Plaza Mariachi, great venue. You played there. That's what I was huge, trying to say earlier. Huge yeah. place. You played there, and um, of course, all your your grandparents and family and friends and everybody's there, and they're they're going to say no matter how you play that it's great. Yeah. What did I tell you after that show? You're like, that wasn't good. <laughs> that wasn't good, and I'm like, didn't feel right. Yep. And I knew it wasn't that great after I was done with it. So I've been working at it to where all my concerts have been great, and my last concert was the was probably the best concert I've ever played. You did good. You played real good. And I told you that, right? Yep. I told He's you. He's honest. That. He's honest. Like if you can't be anything else with people, be honest. You know what I mean? Because that's it's 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 such a great especially being a parent. Like you need to be honest with your kids because the world's going to be real honest with you. You know what I mean? And that's at the end of the day, that's what we're doing is we're preparing you <laughs> exactly for, for life. We're preparing you for life. And um yep. You know, we talk about um, uh, teaching you about money, right? And you're blessed to have a lot of it for your age. All right, we won't tell them how much, but you're blessed to have a lot of it at your age. Um, and um, But learning how to use that money to create more choices for yourself. Right. right? That's, ex- yep. that's extremely important, right? Awesome. Um, all right, so... When you were asking, 
how I keep, um, how I'm always positive. Yeah, please. Um, how I'm always positive. I don't take the work that I do as um, boring. I take I make it I make it fun. You make it fun. I make it to where I enjoy it, to where I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. Because when you if you enjoy it, you actually do it way better than you do if you don't like it. Right. Sometimes I don't want to work out, but I'm like, I think about what it'll do to make me better. Well, it is it is a big sacrifice because you sacrifice your time. Like I always want to play with my friends, but when I'm not doing that, when I want to do that, but I know I need to work out, mm-hmm. I do that. Inst- I work out instead. That's right. You That's sacrifice, right. but then after you sacrifice, you always get the time back. That's right. The more you sacrifice, honestly, probably the more you'll get. Absolutely. It's an investment in yourself. Exactly. Right. Right. That's one for you. Oh. I can't do it. There you go. All right. All right. So um, let me just ask you some some fun questions to get some juices flowing, okay? All right. So um, favorite band? Um. Well, my favorite band is <laughs> the Foot Fighters. They're, I don't know why, but... I've just started to like them a lot. Just there's just how they play is amazing. Mm-hmm. And there's one thing that I know Dave Grohl. Um, he do, he doesn't read the whole band doesn't read music, which is. But you do. I know I do. Yeah. But I know they don't, which mm-hmm. is they have to remember everything, which is hard. But I know I do that when I play concerts as well. So that's cool because I do a lot. When I'm uh, playing a concert, I'm always doing what the Foo Fighters do. <laughs> yeah, and uh, just Dave Grohl, I don't. He's just so legendary. He's he's a drummer, uh, he's a guitar player, singer. I mean, for example, you need to go uh, check out if you haven't already. It's a video on YouTube. It's called "Play" by Dave Grohl. He plays every single instrument, like percussion-wise, strings. Uh, piano even. I mean... Everything. And it's like 26 minutes long. But, yeah, it's like a mini documentary and him actually playing it as well. It's incredible. Yeah, it's about 30 minutes long in all, yeah. Wow. You can also... Excuse me. You can also find it... I found out you can also find it on Apple Music as well, so... Awesome. So you can get the the audio version on Apple Music. Okay. Probably on Spotify as well. All right. So, um, we watch a lot of music when we work out, right? Oh, yeah. We, um... Foo Fighters, <laughs> mm. we watch them. We watch Toto. Yeah. Um, we watch all kinds of stuff. Sometimes we even watch the podcast. Yeah, absolutely, we do. We always we watched uh, Tighter with Hider. <laughs> My mom, we watched that one. Yeah. Uh, we watched the one with uh, Mr. Ivan. Uh, we haven't watched the with a uh, Pastor Josh, which is. The Christmas one? Yeah, yeah that one just aired one. a little while ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. I've watched it. Yeah, I know. I've watched it as well, but we haven't watched it while working out. That's a good one. I like that one. Awesome. Um, all right. Who is your favorite baseball player? Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. All right. All rise. <laughs> yep. Every time he hits a homer. I mean, uh, we just got a PlayStation for Christmas, uh, PS4. We have uh, MLB The Show 21. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't hit any homers with him yet, but I mean, he crushes the ball each time I do. That's right. Me and my dad uh, played it last night. I hit a bomb with him, but we played on an extra long field to make it harder. 
We at, played at the po- we played at the Polo Grounds. We yeah. sure did. Yeah, <laughs> he played with somehow he played with Chipper Jones. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Babe Ruth is in there too, which is awesome. That's right. We got Chipper Jones. I mean, they got all kinds of guys. Yes, sir. All right. So, who is your favorite baseball team then? I mean, Aaron Judge Yankees. So, I mean, the Yankees, and we've all, I mean, most of the Hyder family loves the Yankees. Me and my dad both love the Yankees very much. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. Their players, just they've had so many people. Babe Ruth, he was on the Yankees. I mean, he was so good. That's right. One of the and greatest of all time, right? He, yep. We're a goat, I guess you could say as well. Yeah. I don't say that much, but I just I just hear it a lot. I know what it means though. Well, I had I awesome. had I had asked you why you started drumming, right? So why why have you started playing guitar and and singing and stuff? The guitar is because uh, uh, your father, <laughs> uh, pops, mm-hmm. um, he plays the guitar. I've asked him to give me lessons because it sounds like, I mean, I've heard all kinds of cool tracks, play all those kind of cool solos. Mm-hmm. Um, I I actually learned guitar. Whoops, hello, Mike. Um, I learned guitar just like that. I yeah. mean, I started playing. I started playing solos a lot too. I'm getting. I learned how to play "Eruption" mm-hmm. by Van, Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. Figured out how to do that. I mean, I figured out how to do, um, like power chords, actual chords. That's right. All kinds of stuff. That's right. It's 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 awesome when you can bring something to life through sound, isn't it? When you can exactly. really with, with your own fingers and. So have you started writing songs it's yet? Straight. That's it right there. Oh, what you okay. Just said, that was awesome. Well, have you started writing songs yet? Um. Well, I've made riffs for a guitar that I could use in case for when I get older. Yeah. When are you going to start writing songs? You think? Um. Probably around. My goal is probably I'm going to start trying to do it around 16 when I get my own car, so I can gather bandmates and we can play the whole song. Okay. So when I get my own car, so I can actually drive. I like it. I like it. Um, so you played. Um, how long have you played? How long have you played baseball? When was your first year? Uh, I think I was for baseball, just like every like t-ball all kinds of that, like. Well, that. you didn't play t-ball. You didn't play. T-ball. Oh yeah, I don't know. I didn't. Mm-mm. Nah, we played right. In, we played real baseball. <laughs> we sure did. Mm-hmm. Um, I started doing that. I'd say around probably four. Yeah. That's right. You were four years old. Four years old when you played your first season. And um, so you played it four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. This will be your ninth year of playing baseball. Yeah, I'm almost to a whole decade yeah. of baseball. That's right. And if you look up my YouTube channel, you will see that my I hit my first home run not too long ago, and I've hit... Over the fence, yeah. Yes, but I've hit many, but... Not sadly, not in the game. <laughs> yeah, but that one was over the, fen- over the fence. Yeah, that, that one was, was over one. the fence, like a big, big, big one. That's right. Um, do you have you? Do you play any other sports? Um, I used to play basketball. You used to play basketball. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, why don't you play basketball anymore? I start when I played. I it didn't feel me at all. Just I mean, I liked it. It was cool. It was fun at first, but then I realized. It's just not me. Sure. So, as a parent, it's every kid. Um, first of all, 
we talk a lot about finishing what we start, right? Following through, finishing what we start. Follow through. Yes, follow through, follow through, yeah. So we finish what we start. And um, like when I was a kid, you couldn't get up from the dinner table until you were finished eating eating dinner, breakfast, or whatever the meal was. Um, you never started a season, um, joined a team, and didn't finish the season. That just wasn't something you did. You started, you finished something that you started. And, and um, o- over time, I think... In a, for 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 a lot of families, maybe that's not necessarily um, the most important thing because the the greatest thing about sports is that it's a team thing. You're learning how to be a part of something with other people, um, where you can move forward together. It's an ama- it's an amazing thing, but a lot of times, um, it I guess it's easy to justify. Well, it wasn't best for me at that time, so I didn't need to be on the team. But you're letting people down when you when you stop, right? Yeah, you're like- letting people down. Like I said earlier, it's not letting your family down. When I'm playing on baseball team, they're my family at that moment. Sure, absolutely, that's a good one. All right, so so um, you know, like the year before, the the couple years, your last couple years playing basketball, um, there was always talk about that you may not want to play, and your mom and I basically would just ask you questions like, until you're sure, like so. If you're, if you're not going to spend that time on basketball, because that, that was played inside in the winter in the offseason of baseball, so it kept you active. It kept you a part of another team. It was a challenge because you weren't as good at it as you were at baseball and as music, right? Because right. you didn't spend as much time on it. So it was a great learning tool um, in your life, um, and, and it served a lot of value. But this yes. year... This year, you've been so busy, and you've gotten so serious, and had so much success um, in the in in baseball and in the in the in the arts and music and stuff like that. That when you know, basically, it was like when you said, "Hey, I don't I don't think I want to play," and you told us why. The biggest thing that I remember you told me was, is you said you wanted to spend that time, all those you wanted to reinvest those those hours, all that time and that effort into, and so you didn't just not play the sport. You're still active. You're still improving. You're just spending that time getting better at your music, getting better at your acting, your arts, or your uh, your baseball. Yeah, just uh, getting. I can spend more. I can spend my time doing something that I'm actually good at and getting better at. As yeah, just getting better at something. I can be able to spend more time getting better at something that I'm already really good at. Well, you're you're fortunate because. Gosh, I mean, there's people in college right now that don't know what they want to be when they grow up, right? So, um, you know, for you to be 12 and know ex- and 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 feel very confident, know exactly what you want to be when you grow up, dude, that's awesome. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Um, all right, so um, you reinvested your time um, in basketball. So I, we mentioned earlier that you were cast in a in a Broadway musical, a Broadway show. Yes. So um, it's good to know people, right? So um, your relationships are so important in life because of all the doors that not only you can open up for other people, but they can open for you. And um, when we moved into our new home um, yep. in, uh, in the winter of after Thanksgiving of, of 2020, we had a, um, in our old house, luckily for us, our neighbors loved hearing you play the drums because the whole neighborhood could hear it. <laughs> when when you played, because um, the drums were in yeah. the garage. But when we got into the, into the new neighborhood, not only it was private, like it's a private neighborhood, and it's 
we wanted to be respectful. Yes. We, we wanted to be respectful, right? But we also knew we had a baby sister coming who sleeps a lot and doesn't need to be woken up. And we didn't want your schedule to be restricted to her sleep schedule. So we had to find right. something to do, right? So lucky for us. Ace Young. That's right. Lucky, luckily for us, um, the amazingly talented Ace Young is also a master craftsman. And he built you a one-of-a-kind studio drum room um, in our garage. I, I mean, it's it's part of the house. They, yeah. People can check it out on your YouTube channel. There's a video talking about uh, promoting it, right? Yep. Also, subscribe so close to 100 subscribers. Yes. We will be plugging your YouTube channel tons as we get towards the end, all right? Yep. Um, but Ace Young built you an amazing, uh, an amazing drum room at home, right? Yes, he did. And... Um, and that's something where, um, I mean, you spend hours a day in that room, don't you? Always. I mean, yesterday, um, I was in there. I was in there for a long time. Yeah, you were in there for a long time. So um, you had, um, because we know people, and Ace built that drum room, um, when he heard, when him and, and his amazingly talented uh, wife, Diana, um, heard you play drums, they hooked us up. Um, they were kind enough to introduce introduce us to the casting director for the Broadway School of Rock yep. uh, musical. And um, because of COVID, they weren't doing live auditions. They were doing them virtually. So literally, you've never auditioned for anything in your life, and you auditioned for a Broadway, uh, a Broadway musical. And uh, since it was my first time, usually they cast somebody that does it for the first time uh, as an understudy. But they made me like the actual... Thing they made me the actual person. They offered you the lead, didn't? Yeah, they, they offered me the lead. So you audition. Now let's talk about that audition process. So first of all, um, folks, if you're not getting told no, um, you're not get you're not asking you're you're not you're not putting yourself out there enough, right? So you got to get told no. You got to um, you got to get out there and um, and and find out like. If you want to be an actor, you got to go out and audition and get told no, and that's just a part of it. That doesn't mean you're never going to get it. That just lets you know what you got to do to move forward yep. um, to get the next one, right? Yeah, so, that was for you. Um, so you auditioned, and 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 it, and as a parent, it's tough because like we're teaching you that, and and obviously um, you're accustomed to getting what you want pretty quickly in in life. So you're auditioning for this show, and the odds of you getting it are not good. <laughs> Because there's hundreds, if not thousands, of kids trying out for this show. It's yeah. not a huge cast. Um, you know, like 10, 15 people tops, I think, in the cast. You tried out for one of the leads. You tried out for Freddie, who was the drummer, right? And um, yeah. and uh, so they had um, they had they'd sent us all this stuff that we had to record, and and you had to set up and get ready to rock and roll. And you never auditioned before, so you had to, not only did you have to audition for drums, but you had to do guitar, you had to sing on camera, and you had to run lines, and that's something that you had never done before. And I somehow did really well. You did. You did really, really well. And, um, and there, was, there was a few different callbacks um, where they were like, yeah, we'd like to see more. We haven't made decisions. Um, but fast forward, um, I think it was about a two-month process of, of virtual auditions in which, I mean, a lot of time, a lot of time went into that. They called and gave us the amazing news that they wanted to offer you the role, uh, the leading role in the musical of Freddie. Right? Do you remember how you felt when you got that news? Um, man, I was... I was like blown away. I've never acted before. I was so excited. Yeah, you were so excited. Yeah. Um, 
But you didn't go. No, nope, I did not do it. You didn't. You couldn't accept the role, could you? And I know that was a really tough decision for the whole family, especially um, since Ansley was literally born like two weeks before. Yeah. So why didn't you accept that role? Well, one, I just said it. Two. Um. Well, tell them again. So why did you just said you said what? Okay, why so, didn't you accept the role? Uh, Ansley was just born literally two weeks before. Before what? Before um, we got the part. Before they said I could get the part. No, it was before. It was before you were supposed to report. Before that, yeah. Right to Utah, where the family was going to have to relocate for like six months. Yeah, and it would have been hard. It would have been tough with uh, with the new baby, and and um, you remember. I don't know if you remember, but that's in the middle of your. It was in the middle of your baseball season. So because of the COVID. Um, the shows weren't going to be in the Northeast. Um, they were moving them out West where there's outdoor amphitheaters. It's, it was a, a much safer in, environment for everybody, including the cast. But by doing that, they were the, the life of the show, which was normally like two to three months. It was being stretched out for like six months, including uh, pre-show rehearsals and all that kind of stuff. So we were going to have to relocate to Utah for six months and literally, we were going to have to uproot and leave. And our new home, we'd, we'd been there for barely six months. Yeah. Um, we'd been there barely six months. And then we had just brought your baby sister home. And we were going to have to uproot. Uh, like, seriously, our, our, our company's here. Like, everything was here. It was, it, was, it was tough. Your mom and I thought of every way that we could possibly do that. But at the end of the day, we left the decision to you. And you said, I don't want to abandon my baseball team because I made a commitment. And I was actually offered a uh, part in, not in another Broadway musical, obviously, but in a uh, super team, which is made of all the players, because we had two teams at the time. They made them all, all one team, the best players, and they wanted me to be in it, and I couldn't say no. That's right. So you had been asked to be a part of the uh, the organization's super team, which went and played in a World Series in Gulf, Gulf Shores. Shores. Yeah, it was awesome. It was. What? We were in third place. That's right. You and guys the people that beat us won the whole thing. That's right. You guys came in in third, and um, you were competing against some of the – that was an 11-year-old 11, uh, 11 baseball, and you were competing against some of the best 11-year-olds. Uh, in the whole – In the whole – In the country, that's country, right. Country, yeah. I mean, it's – it was pretty cool to do that. It was fun. Now, um, going there and hoping to – when you're accustomed to winning, you just said you came in third. So you guys obviously didn't win the tournament, right? Obviously, yes. Do you remember um, – and um, one of your toughest outings as a pitcher was in the semifinal game um, that, that ended up uh, putting us out of the tournament where um, a couple calls didn't go your way, a couple defensive plays didn't go your way, you give up a couple hits, and boom, um, we had to get you out of the game a little bit earlier than normal. Do you remember how you felt when that happened? Yeah. How'd you feel? I didn't feel good. Yeah? Were you sad? Yeah. Did you feel like, um, did you feel like you'd let people down? A little bit. Yeah. Because I know I did a little bit of my part, but I didn't do as good as I usually do for some reason. Well, you can't be perfect all the time. Nobody's undefeated, baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody's undefeated. But as, first of all, I was the... Not only was I your daddy, but I was the coach that had to come out there onto the mound and say, "Hey, buddy, we gotta, we gotta go a different direction," um, because 
that's what the team, that's what's best for the team right now. And I just remember as your daddy standing out there with, with you on the mound watching, I could see the disappointment on your face. It broke my heart, and I wanted to just be like, oh, it's okay, and, let, and just let you keep going. But that's not how life works, is it? Nope. Um, and the cool thing is, is we talk about that day a lot and how you felt, because you're using that feeling from that day, you're using that feeling to fuel you to work harder so that the next time you get that opportunity, the outcome is different and you feel different. Yeah. Right. And instead of feeling like maybe you didn't, uh, you had a bad day and, 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 and you'd let maybe you let your teammates down, which you didn't, you didn't at all, but maybe you felt that way. Maybe the next time you, you know that you lifted them up. Right. You know what I mean? So that's the greatest thing about sports is, um, it teaches you to deal with, Failure, it teaches you to overcome failure. That lets you know that that's just kind of a part of the process of of, of getting to um, what you what you decide your success is, right? Um, and, um, and 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 this year our team is really good again. Yeah, um, it's going to be a great time. But dude, you've been working on our first game isn't until like March, <laughs> but you've been putting in work since July for this upcoming season. And it's going to be a good season. That's all I can tell you. But almost you've been working almost every single day, working out, getting stronger, working on your skills. Um, you have baseball work and drum work and workout work every single day, don't you? And um, I get it all done. We have routine. I don't know many 10, 11 year old kids that get up before school and work out with their dad like you've done with me so many times. I don't think there's barely any. Most of them do it after school, but if they do it, if they do it, but. It just, uh, I don't know why, but when you work out and just in the morning, it just, for some reason, it feels good. It feels really good. It feels like you... It feels like you're a new person when you wake up. It feels like you're, if you feel awake when you do it. Because, honestly, some people say, you put in the work, but you're going to be tired after. But I put in the work. I wanted to do more. You wanted to do more? Well, and there's nothing better than, like, feeling like you just whoop the days behind like you just totally kick the day's butt before most people's days have even started there's something that like is awesome about that i know that's that's why i want to do more i want to kick the day's butt just more and more and more and more and more like yeah. every single day because it feels good that one single person can do that so you turn down the broadway show to finish the season that you started and to um, you wanted to be home with our new family, our new, our, the new member of our family, the addition that we had. So looking back, do you regret that decision? Um, not at all. Not at all. Awesome. So it was a good decision then. Yes. And it was a hard decision. You didn't know that when you made it. Yeah. But if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be, it would be way more work that I have to do to do all, like all the baseball um, honestly, if I did do that, I don't even know if I'd be on this podcast if we did that, if I actually did do that. That's true. I mean, it would have changed All the, the whole... Most of the episodes that you have shot, they wouldn't be here because of that. That's but, it's very true. That's very. I mean, it would have changed the whole it dynamic. It changed the whole thing. Like, exactly. Yeah, it changed the whole dynamic of all kinds of stuff. That's right. But you do know that... Maybe that wasn't the right place in the right time, but you do know that that's something that you want to continue I can, to... Now I know I can do it. Now I know I can do it, and I can do it again. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
That's right. That's right. So, all right, man. Um, let's talk a little bit about some of the things that you like, because um, you're a super interesting guy. You know what I mean? You're an interesting guy. Flattered. Um, so you are a big, uh, a big Marvel superhero Spider-Man buff, right? Well, not as buff as I am as uh, my body, but yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, um, well, there's a you know Spider-Man's been all the talk this holiday season. Um, because oh, here we go. a new movie came out, right? A new yeah. movie came out. So as you can see, his eyes are lighting up, folks. If you're watching with us, um, you can see his eyes light up when we talk about Spider-Man, right? So um, what, was the, what was the name of the film that we went and saw? Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. No Way Home. Spider-Man No Way Home. All right. Well, let's just get, let's, let's let you give your own review of Spider-Man No Way Home. So um, okay. I don't know what you got. What, what's Ethan's take on Spider-Man No Way Home? Go ahead and get your popcorn ready. Oh, yeah. Is this a spoiler alert? Uh, yes. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, if you haven't watched it yet, pause this episode. Go watch it. Come back. Then you're good. <laughs> okay. All um, right. <laughs> um, so, in Spider-Man No Way Home... Uh, Is it the best one ever? Yes. Yes, it's the best Spider-Man movie ever made. Yeah. All right. So, what's your, um, without telling the whole synopsis um, of the movie, um, what, I mean, what, what makes it the best movie ever? Um, well, do you know uh, Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, um, Spider Man, The Amazing Spider Man, and Tom Holland? Um, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield all came back to this place because, well, they're, so they're in the movie? Yep. They're in the movie. All three of them. All three of them. Three Spider-Man. Yep, three Spider-Man, but not just them. Oh, yeah? Most of the villains that were in those movies, the main ones, mm -hmm. came to Tom Holland's universe. Wow, okay. Uh, Lizard, uh, Dr. Octopus, uh, Electro, mm -hmm. and Green Goblin. Sandman. Sandman, the yeah. only one that didn't come back. Yeah. This is how you know. Was Venom. Gotcha. If you have, watch Venom 2, which I think you have, hopefully. Uh, at the very end, there's an Easter egg to where at the very end you see Venom sees Peter Parker yeah. as Spider-Man. Because in Spider-Man Far From Home, the whole world figures out that uh, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, that's why the whole multiverse thing came to life. Gotcha. But yeah, that happened and voice crack. <clears throat> All kinds of stuff that happened in that movie. It was great. I loved it. I was, my head was hurting at the end, even at the end of Spider, the Spider-Man one, it had Venom because Tom Hardy was there. I mean, it was awesome. It was great. I saw it. I stood up in my seat. I figured out I had to sit down because <laughs> there was people in the theater. Um, it was amazing. Like just when I saw Venom, uh, Tom Hardy come out uh, at a bar, and all of a sudden he teleports, which was insane. Because I didn't, I didn't focus on that though. Yeah. Until I realized. Hold on, talk about that in just a second. But if you look closely. There is a black symbiote little piece of venom that was left behind. Okay. And then it moves. 
Gotcha. So that's how you know that either Spider-Man 4 or Venom 3 is going to be coming out. So there was an Easter egg there, guy. Yep. Got it. What about you? I mean, like, I mean, maybe maybe Marvel's listening right now. Like, who's going to, like, should you be one of the next Spider-Man? I hope. Yeah? I mean, it'd be cool to actually have an actual 14-year-old kid playing a 14-year-old kid and not a 20-year-old man play a 14-year-old kid to where, um, like, in Spider-Man Homecoming, they're like, I'm 14. He is, like, taller than my hand. Yeah. And most people that are 14 are not that tall. Right. It'd actually be cool for an actual 13-year-old, 14-year-old Spider-Man to actually come in. So, And since I'm working on the body, I can... <laughs> I can... Because as in Tobey Maguire, he actually uh, had to get big for the role as mm-hmm. Spider-Man. So did Tom Holland. Yeah. Only person that didn't was Andrew Garfield. Yep. So the Spider-Man role is something that you want you want to pursue... I mean... In your future. Oh, definitely. Okay. It'd be cool to actually be part of that. I mean, who knows? There might be another multiverse kind of thing going on. Well, what are some of your other favorite uh, favorite shows that you like to watch um, that, that maybe like entertain... or they're, they're fascinating to you because you would love to be um, a character in that show? One, um, I don't know why, but I've been hooked to it a lot. It's called Danger Force. It's a spinoff of Henry Danger okay. that came out in 2014. Uh, Jace Norman was Henry in that. Uh, it'd be cool just to be one of those characters because they're all kids. Most of them are on my, my, around my age. It'd be cool to be a star in one of those movies and become what Jace Norman did, which he was 13 when he started. And now he's he's 20 years old now. So mm-hmm. I mean, he was playing in that. He grew up in that show. It'd be cool to do that. Do you um do you keep up with those actors at all um outside of what they're doing with with their work like on their YouTube or anything like that? Um there's this uh one person you might I forgot her name but she has to do what we had to do um but we have to, what we were going to do like in Utah she has to oh her name's Haven Flores I think she has to fly in mm-hmm. she uh like in Florida to all the way to Hollywood back and back Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. She talked about that in one of the episodes. Uh, most of them have to do that, unless they live in Hollywood, which only one person does. Uh, I think Cooper Barnes does. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, but we'd actually figure out how that'd have to be. We'd have to fly in Tennessee to Hollywood, or we'd have to live there for a little bit or something like that. Gotcha. Because okay. most of the actors have to do that. Mm-hmm. You love... Um... You love comedies. You love comedy movies. You love... And this com- is the most laugh. This is probably going to be the comedy episode. Oh, yeah? You're welcome. <laughs> See? See? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I don't, all right. So, you are... Um, you lo- who's your favorite comedian? Um, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. That's a good one. That's probably one of my favorites, too. Um, who's another uh, of your favorite comedians? Um, uh, he's probably, uh, oh, Kevin Hart's pretty funny. Yeah, he is. His little high voice. Yeah. He's funny. He's so funny when he just, um, when he just, uh, does that high voice all the time. It's hilarious. Yes. Um, Dwayne Johnson was a little bit of one. Ryan Reynolds. Oh yeah. You love Ryan Reynolds, huh? He is 
he makes me laugh no matter no matter what kind of show he's in. Mm-hmm. He'll make me laugh somehow. Red Notice, Netflix, real, made me laugh. Real good, right? Yep. So we watched a funny Ryan Reynolds movie over the holiday that's old. Just Friends. Just Friends. It was old. He was young then. Like That was a movie that when yep. I was um, in high school or college, that was around that time. You he know? had that, um, how you know, it's because his hair, top of his head, he has like the, every single boy band did it, like this messy <laughs> on top. I mean. <laughs> that's right. That's right, the boy band haircut, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. So, well, what about you? Are you going to be in a boy band or like a band? Are you going to be a single artist performer? What are you going to be? I mean, most things that people do, you don't want to do it alone because it'll just be you. You won't be able to. It'll just be you just doing the whole thing. I mean, it'd be cool to actually be an artist, but it'd be cool to be just me, but. Have like the same band do it at the same time. Like Brad Paisley, he probably has the same band does uh, hmm. play with him the whole time. Because so, that's what I want to do. Because everything you do, you can't do by yourself. Uh, hey, yeah. there you go. So you you want to share? You want to be able to share it with others? I want to be yes. I don't want to just take it all in. I don't want to be the, like if I'm playing with a band. I don't want to be the only focus. I want people to spread it around. I mean, I like being the only focus. Yeah, but. Like I do already. Like I'm not the only focus. Mm-hmm. People focus on me, then focus on this guy, the bassist, the guitarist, the singer. I mean, yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Um, so, well, what are some things that um, that you are setting as goals for for 2022? I want to be. I want to be. Honestly, it'd be cool. For season three of Danger Force to actually be in that next year. Oh, you want to be in that show? I want to try to be in that show. Okay, I'm I'm taking notes here. <laughs> what else? Might have a future guest from the podcast on here from the um maybe that show on here maybe. What about you? Are you gonna have a podcast? Yes, <laughs> I want to. It'd be cool. Yeah. Have it in this room. Small talk. You want to call it small talk? Small talk. I like it. So you want to be in danger for small talk. What else? What else are some things that you want to do um, that are some goals for you uh, this year? So I want to start getting um, paid. You want to start getting paid? I want to start getting paid to um, play the drums, to perform. And if I get on Danger Force, I'm obviously going to get paid from that. I mean, it's a Nickelodeon show. So we got to decide on getting you some representation, don't we? We got to start interviewing some agents. And uh, and get you an agent because that's how you get paid. That's how you get gigs. Is you got to have an agent to help you get the gigs. What do you think about that? So are you prepared um, for the for the schedule um, that might come from when you get hired to do a job? We talk about that a lot. How you got to be good at it. You got to be quick. You got to know your lines. You got to be able to do things quick and easy um, because the every minute that they're shooting costs time to the studio. You know. Yep. That's the reason I watch Danger Force so much because. Um, I can know the personality of each character, and most of them have the same kind. They all almost do weird, oh my gosh, comedy kind of stuff, and I want to be able to try to do that. Dude, so that's what, so, all right, so you're studying. Studying. When you're watching these shows. Okay, I get it. You're studying when you're watching these shows. I'm digging it. Well, that's good. So even when you're being entertained, I'm being. I'm studying at the same time. You're learning. Okay. Well, that's smart. I, you know, that's um, how your mom and I do. So, by the way, how amazing is your mother? Next subject. 
She's amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. She's awesome. So, um, she does all kinds of things for me and for the family. Yeah. I mean, it's hard now because she has to do all kinds of work and be able to be with the baby at the same time. Yes. She has to pay for babysitters. Uh, she's ex- she's extremely she's, talented and amazing in, in um as you guys the, as you and Dale call her the queen the queen that's right that's right we love nicknames don't we that's right all right so um what about your goals for sports this year what are your goals for sports um I want to be tr- I'm going to try to um hit more home runs this year I want to try to be able to make more plays I want to be able to strike all kinds of people out I mean how many home runs do you want to hit this year I want to hit. Over ten. Over ten. That's perfect. That's a great. Goal. I think I can do that too. For um, plus home runs. Yeah. All right. How hard do you want? So, um, dude, you hit sixty-seven mile, miles an hour the other day, um, off throwing. the off the mound in in December. It's not even season yet, right? Yeah, throwing off the mound. You hit sixty-seven miles. Honestly, an hour. I bet I'll probably be throwing seventy, like seventy-two. No, seventy-five. Honestly, by the end of by uh, the time I start, you want to throw seventy-five? Yeah, that's. My, I want to try to throw seventy-five. Cool. Because, I mean, I can throw, I can, if I, because that was me just pitching. I didn't even throw my hardest. Okay, yeah. Well, I, I threw my hardest that last pitch. Um, But but you didn't crow hop and get I a run and start. I didn't crow hop. But yeah. if I can crow hop and get a run and start, I throw 70. Yeah. And uh, there was a pitcher um, in our in our team. He threw 70 as a fastball. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I'll never be able to pitch that fast. But now I'm at like, I can throw seventy. I can literally throw just seventy miles, seventy miles per hour now. Right on. And I'm, I think I'm one of the only kids on the team that can do that. That's, that's awesome. as small or big as me. Because right, the guy that threw seventy, he was as tall as you. Yes, I was, mean, he was. He was a he was literally a man child. So, um, in a good way. You've been blessed. We've always had great coaches um, on our staff. Lance Wascom. Lance is great. Yeah. Coach Hunter. Right. Um, Coach Hunter's taught you tons of good oh stuff. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He's one of the reasons why I'm getting really good at baseball. That's right. That's right. He sure is. Um, what are some of the things that you've heard from uh, in, in baseball from um, – obviously, you've heard some great talks from the coaches along the way. What's something? What's one thing that stands out about, you know um, – Ace the day. Ace the day. What does that mean? Um Attitude, concentration, concentration, mm-hmm. and effort. Ace the day. So make sure. So that's how you ace the day. You make sure your attitude, your concentration, and your effort were all as good as it were all as good as they could be. I've forgotten most of them because I mean, he said so many. You've um, heard about. You've heard a bunch, haven't you? I've heard a bunch. I mean, he's done it so much. I mean, he had the short. He had the short, and literally had to go on a time limit for five minutes. <laughs> Oh, who did Coach Hunter? Yeah, yeah he was, sure uh, did. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, I saw it on the uh, first practice that we had. It said uh, uh, five minute conversations in all caps." <laughs> yep, yep. It was hilarious. It's a great I thought time. It was funny. It's a it's a great time, man. We had a great uh, great fall great fall workout program and everything else. I, I'm excited, dude. 2022. So obviously. Um, you know this uh, this this episode's going to air. It's the third episode of the um, of the year, right? So very beginning of 2022, and um, you know I'm I'm really excited for for the year 2022. Your your mom and I are um, we have a lot of uh, uh, quite a few new projects happening, including um, this is you know season two of of this podcast, the Hit Streak, and um, and and. 
we are opening up. Um, we we have a a creative team and a, and a whole marketing agency that we have uh, launched that kind of goes along with this studio, so we can share this experience with others who want to have the same type of stuff, just like you want to have a podcast. Dude, twenty twenty two is going to be freaking amazing. Even better than this year, and this year was great. I mean, this is the most success I've ever gotten in my whole life. Absolutely, this is, this is the best I've ever been at drums. This is the best I've ever been at baseball. This is the strongest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. I mean. That's right. That's right. I actually didn't see that one coming. I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> well, all right. So, what? Anything else that you want to uh, that you want to talk about on your episode, buddy? Um, I don't really got much more. We've talked a lot. I don't have a lot. I don't have a lot more actually. Would Only you... thing I do say is subscribe to my channel. Oh, we're definitely going to talk about that. Yes, absolutely. So, um, well, first of all, as as your daddy. I'm so proud um, for of you um, and what you've done. I mean, on the show, dude, you've been. This has been fantastic. It's been like talking to an adult um, on the show. You handle yourself yourself extremely well. This I know this um, talking on a microphone in this situation. It's not necessarily. It's different, isn't it? We're on a show. <laughs> well, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> but it's different, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. I mean, uh, were you nervous? No. No. Do you get nervous very often? Um, not much. On, the only, if you ever do get nervous in life, uh, only reason you're not prepared. There it is. Yeah. So if you're prepared, there's nothing to be nervous about, is there? Nope, not at all. And what's the only reason we say you're all nervous time? about is getting too excited. Yeah. What What is it that we say that we say all the time about? Um, about being prepared. If you're, um. By not uh, by failing to prepare, you're you're failing. By failing to prepare, you're preparing to fail. Yes. There you go. By failing to prepare, you are preparing. I think to this is the most fail. hits you've gotten. Well, like you know, it, like anything else, um, the the greatest sports uh, people of all time, the Michael Jordans, the Wayne Gretzkys, they're famously quoted by saying things like, "You win the game before the game ever starts." Yes, that means you do all the work prior. You put in the work. You put in the practice. You do the necessary things to get prepared to play that game. So you've already won the game before you ever play it. Now all you're doing is just executing what you've been spending the time getting prepared to do. Right? Yes, as Dwayne Jones. Johnson once said, put in the work, put in the hours, and you take what's ours. That's right. From, exactly, his, yep. from his song, put in yep. the work, put in the hours, and then take what's ours. I love it. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, being 12 years old, um, your mom and I, um, you don't have a lot of social media yet. Not um, much. I mean... You're going to have an Instagram this year. Yes. You're going to have an Instagram. It will be run by me or your mother, or uh, it'll probably be run by the HitLab creative team, right? Oh. Um, but you have had a YouTube for a couple of years, a, a YouTube channel, right? Ethan okay. YouTube, and it's in your profile name is just Ethan Hyder. Yep. I'm just trying to... Uh... I'm trying to get a little. I'm trying to get big on that because most of the YouTubers I watch, they get paid to post. They get paid to post. They try to post every single day because they po- they get paid to post. Gotcha. Maybe multiple times a day, even. Yeah, and some people you probably don't know who he is, but um, there's a guy. Ignore the name, but his name is Mr. Beast. He has 85 million subscribers. Wow. 86. I mean, he gets paid all kinds. He has over half a million dollars. I mean, he's. Way over half a million, and he has way over a million. Yeah, he's almost a billionaire. Oh yeah, 
I mean, he had the just from YouTube. Yeah, just from YouTube. Well, I mean, most of the people that have a lot of subscribers, I look because they've been on it for at least ten or fourteen years. I got you. Yeah, so it takes time. It takes a lot of time. So the more I post, the more that I'll be able to get more subscribers. Again, so, and, and you you're, put in the hours, and then you get what's, your what's ours. That's right. So um, you're almost to 100 subscribers on your YouTube channel. Yes, I'm trying to get real close. I mean... Well, what's on your YouTube channel? Um, I was trying to make it a lot of things, but drumming has gotten a long way. Um, a, lot, I mean, a lot of drumming. Yes, uh, I did a um, video of playing live Believer. It has over 1,000 views. Nice. Nice. So I looked at it because I'm like, so there's live shows, live that you've shows played on there. There's yeah. and, and and some of them are you're very young in, in some of those, right? So yeah. they can watch the evolution of your progress. Um, there's some videos that we've shot in your in your drum room or even in our yeah. old garage. So on my shirt off. I mean, just uh, me playing drums. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just so cover tunes, cover tunes, <laughs> cover a lot tunes. of a lot of Kelly cover Clarkson, tunes. a lot of cover uh, tunes, Foo Fighters, Foo Fighters. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Monkey Wrench, I Toto. Toto. Yeah, we love Toto, don't we? Um, I'm actually probably going to be posting another Toto video soon. Um, it's going to be... Um, you guys might be able to guess it. It's their most... Okay, it's Africa. I'm probably going to be playing Africa soon. Okay, cool. Well, I look forward Bringing to Bringing out my inner Jeff Procaro. Yeah, I look forward to that too. That's right on. I look forward to seeing that and watching it and listening to it. So yep. you got a YouTube. YouTube, Ethan Heider. Um, coming soon is... Um, is is Instagram and uh, and, and more right? Yeah. Probably probably a TikTok, um, all that stuff. Maybe so, Facebook. I don't know. So you can feature your um, your content and uh, and yep. let, let the world know you're here, man. You know what I'm saying? You can't market too much. You can't market too much. There you go. Is there anything else um, that? Uh, uh, well, let me ask you. Let me ask you one more question. Um, what's the coolest thing about being a big brother? Cool thing about being a big brother is because um, your family will, the, um, your younger siblings will look up to you. They'll they'll look at your every move. That's a that's a big responsibility, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, Andley's starting to learn how to crawl. That means, uh, uh, no more. We need to make sure we need to keep everything off the ground because who knows? It's choking. It's a choking hazard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean. All kinds of stuff. That's right. It's uh first time you guys told me that mom was pregnant. I mean, my reaction was amazing. I mean, it was so chill. It was so chill that I literally ran to the street and back. <laughs> so I mean, it was it was probably the most chill reaction I've ever had. Well, it was um. I'm winking. It was an amazing surprise. Um and. And uh, it was something that we had wanted for a very long time. And, yes. dude, I, I just, I got to tell you, man, you're just, you, being the only child for over 11 years, um, all of a sudden, um, sharing attention, sharing the spotlight, you've just been such a pro. You've been such a great, um, um, great big brother. Obviously, she just loves you to death. You yeah. are her favorite person. Every time she hears my voice, she's like, she just looks around. I'm looking around like she always looks around Laughing. to make sure I'm there. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. She may the only time that she's ever laughed really hard, it's I made her laugh. I made her do that. That's right. You guys I mean, you guys make her laugh, but not as much as I do. That's I mean, right. She just she dies over me. She just 
she I is don't know your, how. she's your biggest fan yeah i'm a, i was i just stayed with her all the time and then she just got really used to me and she started she just started laughing at me well that's awesome well dude um I'm so proud of you for, um, I mean, you literally, you've handled yourself just like a pro, um, today you did so good. Um, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud to be your daddy. And, um, and, um, actually I had, I had, I had a good time. I learned, I learned a little bit, I learned a little bit more. Um, and, uh, it's just great, man. Anytime you get an opportunity to tell your story, you should, because, um, um, you know, every story has a hero and you're the hero of your story, man. You are, you're the hero of your story. And uh, you need to tell that story as much as you can. Yep. You know what I mean? You need to tell that story as much as you can. So um, if you had one thing to leave the folks with, what would it be? I'm the best guest. You're the best guest. All right. All, All right. right. Wrap it up. Credits. All right. Cred- wrap it up. Credit. <laughs> I love it. Well, Ethan, thank you so much for hanging with me today, buddy. Um, like I say, I'm, I'm proud of you. This was amazing. Um, you were, you were an amazing guest and, um, I look forward to all the things that you're going to accomplish in 2022. We'll keep the folks updated on that. They can follow along your YouTube to help keep up with all the progress and things you got going on in your life. Cause we're going to be posting more and more and more on that. Yep. And, um, now you know why I don't post as much as I usually do because I, my schedule is very, 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 very long. Busy. That's busy, right. busy and long. I mean, I got like probably a list like longer than this. Like it's really long for people that are just listening on audio. On audio. That's right. You got a lot going on, man. But well, and um, obviously you're limited. Um, there's all kinds of um, we limit your screen time and things like that to make sure that you can get everything you need to get done done um, to help you manage your time and learn how to do that. So um, I don't know, man. When you get some big exciting news and you post it on your YouTube, maybe we can get you back on to talk about it again. What do you think? That'd be fun. Part two. Part two. And stay tuned for your upcoming podcast in 2022, Small Talk, right? It will happen. I love it. Of course it will. If you will it too, it will. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, um, folks, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of The Hit Streak. I'm your man, Nick Heider. Thanks again, once again, to my guest, my son, uh, my pride and joy, Ethan Heider. Folks, it is the new year. It's uh, it's 2022. Make sure you have those goals in front of you at all times. Make sure you know what it's going to take to achieve those goals. And dadgummit, get out there and hit those goals, folks. All right. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Hit Streak. Once again, I'm your man, Nick Heider. God bless.